Hello everyone. So big disclaimer, my episode has already been recorded. So you're gonna listen to the hello one more time. But I realized after I recorded my episode that I didn't touch on something extremely important that I'm pretty sure a lot of people are gonna be questioning. And that is if I'm having a wedding or not, because I realized that I gave big information, big news, um, and then I said I got engaged, so people might be thinking, are you having a wedding or not? And let me just tell you guys that I'm the type of person that I can have a 200 guests wedding in Brazil next year, or elope to the Maldives with my partner and get married just the two of us. So we are having a celebration, but how we're going to go about it, when, where, it's all getting talked about. And I think that is the most important thing. If you are engaged, don't try to please other people. This is about you guys. This is about what's best for the relationship financially, um, emotionally. So do what's best for you guys. And I will definitely keep you all updated, especially if the route that we're going to do is through wedding planning. Um, and yeah, thank you so much. I needed to say this. And now the episode will get started. Hi, my fiance. Hello, everyone. How are y'all doing today? I am in, back in my apartment in DC and I have so much to tell you guys. Now, I've recorded this podcast a couple times and I will forever be real, transparent. This is the goal of this platform. And I think there's power in a few things that I've been through just for 24, I was going to say 23, but my birthday was early this month. So just for 24 years, I think I have a couple things that you can take from my experiences, good and bad. And I'm eating my apple with almond butter. I've been doing 75 hard, which is a completely different topic. And I'm only doing it. I thought I could do it by myself, but I couldn't. And my partner, now fiance is very happy. I'm very happy that he's doing that with me. Um, it would be de- very difficult to do that without him. But anyways, today I just wanted to talk about the topic of engagement, wedding, marriage, relationships in general. Now, if it was up to me, I would go into the very details of my relationship, just share things that I think can be helpful for everyone else. But it involves someone else who is not public as I am, doesn't like that for himself. So I respect that and I'll just share the things that are appropriate and not overshare, which is something that I struggle with in this platform. Um, Definitely have to start listening to my own podcasts because it looks like I say too much and... I don't want that. I just want to really to stick with information that can be helpful for everyone else. This is not supposed to be a venting, you know, platform. It is supposed to be something that people can relate to and, you know, seek guidance on. So anyways, I am engaged. And surprise, I'm also married. Many of you don't know that because I only shared with a few people. But Ian and I got married on paper in the courthouse on June 2nd, 2023. Now, let me give you a few heads up and some context. 
Yin and I have been together for over five years. We met when I was 18 years old, which, looking now, I was so young, incredibly young, and immature in many aspects, absolutely. And this man has been nothing but amazing with me throughout all those years, throughout all different challenges. Um, and I'm so grateful for it. And, but of course, we've been through a lot because it is a phase in your, in your life that like your early 20s, like ending teens, it's just, it's a lot. And for me, that meant finishing undergrad, for one, applying to grad school, moving across the country from the West Coast to the East Coast, and he came with me, living with him. Then we took a break, which was not a break, it was a breakup. I, I broke up, we broke up, and during that time, I had just arrived in DC, and I was very confused. I think I just talked about it once in my podcast very early on. I think it was right around the time where I started my podcast, and it was very difficult. But again, this man has been nothing but amaze, amazing to me and so respectful and so kind. And he knew very early on that we would end up getting married. He's always had that confidence and I've always appreciated him for that. Later, we got back together, I think October 2022. And I graduated with my master's degree, so another challenge. We moved in back together, another challenge. Not a challenge, but another instance in the relationship, which, you know, it's a step. Of course, it's a step. And then my dad went missing, which by now I'll just say he has passed because essentially that's what happened on May of 2023. Two days before um, I started my full-time job, which again, another step in the relationship. It was my first time with my own money, my own income. And essentially we've always, that was the moment where I've always was like, oh, okay, one day I'll have my job, we'll move in together, I have my own money, it will be perfect, amazing, like awesome, right? And then life hit me with that tragedy, which is so much. Like people you know, you see tragedies happening all the time, wars, and people say it as if it's something so distant, something they have to post about, protest about, um, be horrified about. And I get it. It is horrifying. But sometimes a tragedy is right next to you. Sometimes a friend, a family member is going through the worst thing someone can go through, and that is not at all empathized with. No one cares. And I that that event has opened my eyes to so many things in life, from what I want out of a relationship to what I want out of my friends, what kind of friends I want in my life, what kind of job, what I want to do, how I want to spend my time, who I want to spend my time with, things that make me happy. I was literally having talks, like thoughts about going back to the West Coast, which is going to be another episode. But anyways, it was a very real impact in my life and guess what we stayed together and committed and we've been through a lot now I've I've been on a student visa I am on a student visa and in June we decided that you know we are gonna get married one day anyways why not speed up the process 
do it now. Um, I didn't, I, I have the green card application is very lengthy. I haven't been able to submit my paperwork yet. And honestly, if I'm able to have my right paperwork, then guess what? I can have whatever job I want. I can bring more income to the relationship. All those different kinds of things. Me going back to Brazil, it's not something that he saw as like, he wants that for us. Uh, the, when you know, you know, and he knew. So if you have a partner right now that is like, you know, this is your problem. I don't think he's the one for you. I'll be very honest because that's not the kind of relationship I've had. And I'm not saying uh, my relationship is the healthiest, is the best. We definitely have our challenges, our ups, our downs, things that we have to go through, especially me. Um, but he he knew. And that is something very beautiful about us and about him in particular. And so we got married. Now, on the day that we went to the courthouse... It was just me and him. We didn't want a ceremony. We didn't feel like we were doing, um, you know, a real, real wedding. There was no family, no friends. I had a classmate who took photos of us because I wanted to register those moments. And she took a lot of photos of me glued to my phone. Now, why was I glued to my phone? Because on that day, on June 2nd, 2023, one more person had my phone number somewhere in Venezuela or Colombia reached out to me and said, hey, I have videos of your dad. He's alive. He's been kidnapped. But I'll send a video to you in just a couple minutes. Guys, my world sank. I was getting bombarded with messages during the time from people from all different places claiming they had my dad. But for each one of them, I gave them the benefit of the doubt because in those moments, all I wanted was to believe that someone had news of my father. And as you can, you know, uh, imagine, they never sent that video, but they kept saying, hey, just give me a couple minutes, just give me, you know, like 10 minutes, five. Like, and eventually they were like, okay, I have the video here, but I need some money from it. And in that moment, I knew it was fake, but until that moment, I was hopeful. And as I was signing the paper of a moment that should be one of the happiest in my life, there's tears scrolling through my face. And it was sad. It was beautiful and sad. And that's why I, I became this person that I'm so... Nothing is black and white. There's nobody as a good person and a bad person. There's context. You can be happy and you can be sad. And you can be a good person that does bad things and vice versa. And I don't know, that's just who I became out of that. And I was very happy because my dad knew we were going to do that. He knew it. And he was very happy for me. He loved Ian. And that was very special. But that was the reality of that day that I can finally share with you guys. Regardless, it was, it was beautiful and we were very happy. Now, on a more bright side... Maybe you are a girl or a guy thinking, okay, when do I get engaged? Like, you were pretty young, Carol. I was 23. Like, how do you know? Do you know? Like, when is the right time? The first thing I'll tell you is, is it's easier said than done, especially after the events. So now I can tell you with a ring on my finger, be married on paper, after the anxiety has passed, like, oh, you know, 
it's gonna come or when you know you know all the bullshit but when I was just waiting for a proposal because I knew it was gonna come because we talked about it we were both ready for it we've been through so much life together we were married on paper a ring is just a symbol all of our relationship that brings anxiety especially if you're a girl and especially if you guys been together for a while wanting or not people are going to start asking questions and not that you own it to anyone but I'll be lying if I didn't say it was annoying as hell I had someone telling me like oh you guys been together for five years why hasn't he proposed yet I've been together with my partner for two years we'll get married before you guys and I was shocked I'm like how can someone say that that is none of their business but of course the over explainer person that I am I gave them all the timeline of how I met him when I was 18, how I started having an income only when I was 23, how we just got back together a year ago and five months ago, my dad has been gone. Like it was just a lot and there is no real timeline or ideal timeline. I can relate to people, not relate, but I can understand how some women may get frustrated after it's been a long time, a lot of years, and the proposal never comes. But I do think you always have to be upfront and communicate your feelings and your needs. And um, if he doesn't want to propose and you want it, then, you know, that is a big difference. That is something you guys have to talk about it and figure it out. Now, maybe he wants to propose and you are not ready, but you will be ready one day. It's just not right now. You have to talk about it. Why is that? Sometimes, you know, we are so insecure, we are so scared that we forget that communication is just going to bring benefits to the relationship. It's what happened when I told him, like, hey, I feel this certain way, I'm only 21, it's a lot for me, I'm a little confused, I love you, I know I do, but it's just, I need some space, I need to grow as an individual, and if it is the right thing, they will, it will be worked out. Uh, but it's important to have that communication. Now, if you ask me if I was surprised when I got engaged, I would say uh, no, I wasn't because on the night before, he uplo- I was bothering him to upload all of our photos to Google Photos. And he did, and I think he didn't pay attention. And he uploaded a picture of a friend, of a screenshot of a friend, in which he was saying, hey, can you come down this week, uh, this weekend to San Diego? Uh, I'm proposing to Carol tomorrow. Now, when I read that, I was too stunned to speak. I was very shocked, but I wasn't surprised because we were in San Diego. It was the place that we met for the first time. And um, it was a place we grew like together as a couple I just, I, I was not surprised, but it was so special. The day was special. Like being in this new area is special. Um, the way he did it was perfect. He brought me to my favorite, to uh, the place where he asked me to be his girlfriend uh, in Sunset Cliff, San Diego, which has the most beautiful sunset. There was champagne. There were roses. There were just a few people, which was perfect. Uh, there were two chairs and he immediately got on a knee and I was like, I took an Uber and I got there. And he came and got me and he brought us me to this spot. And I'm like, I immediately knew that I thought it was going to take, you know, a few minutes. We're going to sit down first. But no, he immediately got down on a knee. And I was like, too, I was so nervous, guys. Like, for you guys to understand, there was a photographer there. 
he asked me to be his, you know, his fiance, and I forgot to say yes. I was like, oh, do I put the ring on? And he was like, well, do you say yes? And I'm like, oh my God, yes, of course. Um, and that's another thing, right? If you guys are, are talking about marriage or wedding or proposals, and he's a type of guy who is like, well, why to ha why have a photographer? That's stupid. You know, like, why have a proposal? It doesn't matter. Why spend so much money on a ring? Like, it's just a ring. This is the kind of guy who gives off, like, your birthday is just a day vibes. Or why to be romantic? Like, we've been together for so long. And that is a huge red flag, guys. Like, you shouldn't... I think there's a good in between. I think it's not healthy and it's also a red flag to have someone proposing to you in the first couple months and bombarding you with love. I think that's that can be a red flag in most cases. But to have the total opposite, someone who doesn't care about you, your needs, your feelings, your desires as stupid as they think it is, that's not a good partner and I know it sucks to hear But trust me, it's better to find out before you say the yes than after, you know? Or even if you one day have to call off the engagement because you realize something, like, that's okay. But you want to be able to see that. Now, I've had a couple friends in the past that's saying like, oh, like, when I have a very different perception of marriage. My parents got divorced and I don't want to ever get divorced. However, I witnessed the importance of not having divorce as a taboo. No one wants to say yes. No one wants to get married thinking they will get divorced one day. No one. Absolutely. But a lot of the times, the women that say, I'm never getting a divorce. I'm never doing that. I will never be, you know, when I say yes, it's, to, it's, it's for real. These are the women that later on will accept absolutely everything and anything because they are scared of the feeling of quote-unquote failing the marriage, failing, failing their life, and they would accept everything. They'll accept cheating, they'll accept abuse, and I'm not saying that's on them at all. I've been through that, I've seen, I've witnessed that in my own house, but these unfortunately are the people that will put up with things so my perception of marriage is two people coming together willing to spend the rest of their lives together growing together and being happy together now there's going to be times in a relationship in which you're not happy right I've had those times my partner had those times um And there's going to be challenges like my dad's disappearance, like me being unemployed and, and having to find it. Well, I wasn't really unemployed, but having to search for a job, grad school, a full time job, like it's going to be a lot. But that is still to people willing to work on things together. Right. And that is for me the most beautiful thing. And that was the reason why I said, yes, I'm confident in my relationship. I'm confident in the future that we have together. And I think that is very important. Um, if you're in a situation like that, I, I wish you the best. I hope that you can also feel confident in your decision. I would love to talk about the ring, but honestly, I feel a, a little scared. I know there's still people that listen to me and they don't have the best intentions and... 
I don't want to talk about price. I think it's a little dangerous. So I would not say it. I would say it's an oval ring. It's it's beautiful. It's the most stunning, beautiful. It's a rock on my finger, literally a rock. I, I was just so surprised when I saw it. I'm like, I can't believe you spent that much money. Like, it wouldn't have mattered. But now that I see it, it's the most beautiful thing ever. And I love it. I'm so in love with it. I'm so happy with it. And that was engagement, guys. We're, we've been back in D.C. We are enjoying the time together. We are still celebrating. Oh, our friends were so the best people ever. And that's another thing I miss so much about San Diego. Having quality a group of friends. Friends that generally care about you and want to celebrate their moment with you. Not only them, but like, thank you so much for those that like reach out to me or to him and wished us the best. Like to have my roommate from undergrad saying like, oh my God, I remember Ian coming to the dorm and bringing flowers to you when I was 18 years old. Like this is so important and it was it was beautiful to see everyone texting us and and wishing us the best um but yeah they bought us they bought expensive champagne they make the time they plan it was so nice to be surrounded by them during that time but like i said now we are back here and we have a lot going on this year a lot potential moves potential new jobs potential law school potential trips but I wanted to share this with you guys because I think when it's valid, there's a lot of Brazilians that follow me and see me with a job and are wondering like, well, how did, are, are they sponsoring you? Oh, and that's another big reason why we got married. I just can say some things in here. Um, I have to be very careful with it, especially because Ian understands a lot about the law. But I had a friend that applied for, he, who got sponsored and she applied to the lottery for the green card and she didn't get it and we didn't want to take the risk at all we love each other we've been together for five years why take the risk to go through a lottery system makes no sense so that is very unfortunate and it's a reality for many international students and it's so sad and I hope no one has to go through the route that I did for them to stay in the country they probably deserve to be here as much as any other American, you know, they've put in so much effort, money to universities, education, uh, pay their taxes. So I don't know. It's crazy. And I have a lot of thoughts about it, but hopefully one day I'll be able to do something to change that. So we've been back and I'm happy. There's a lot happening. I've been going to the office. I will be going to the office more often. I am training for half a marathon. I'm doing 75 hard. I am focused this year on being my best self happy, healthy, surrounded by people that love me and want the best for me and want the best for my relationship. And that was my two cents, guys. I love you all so much. I would, I want to say a last thing. Your time will come. If a dream for you is to get married and you don't, you're not even dating yet um, or you were engaged and now you're not, whatever it is, the reason I don't know what the future holds. We can only hope, right? I've come to understand that life is unpredictable. We can plan, we can do our goals, we can do everything for it, but you can't control the outcome. We can only control how we react to things. 
And I know your love is right there. There's a lot of good guys in this world. Ian is one of them. He's the most kind, humble, beautiful soul I've ever met. And I know there's one like that. One like that? I know there's a person like that for you out there. So just trust that, do the work, and everything else is just a consequence of the good energy you're putting out there. But don't make time for toxicity. Don't make time when you know you really know. Don't allow yourself to be in a situation or a relationship that doesn't serve you, that doesn't respect you, that doesn't respect your friends or family, people that don't put an effort for you. Just be careful, be mindful, be open. And yeah, I love you guys. Thank you so much for sharing this amazing words with me. See you. Bye.